I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call. What a blessing to be with you by means of radio. Uh, years and years ago, uh, the Lord took uh, this person that you're listening to right now off of an old boat and placed him in a book. I spent most of all of my lost life in the Gulf of Mexico as a commercial fisherman. I've now been in the ministry now over 40 years. What a blessing to be able to take and look into the Bible. I like finding things that have to do with the sea in the Bible. We think about this time of the year. Uh, for us here where we live, it is wintertime here in the port of Bon Secours. And, of course, uh, getting around the Christmas season of the year and thinking about the lights. I, I, I love lights. I like looking at lights. And I found here in the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 5, was challenging our people during the week from the Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the Book with this. I found a verse here that's very elementary, yet I think we can make it very profound. And we can answer a question here that has been asked by many. In fact, a question is quite controversial. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, it says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hid. Now, that's pretty good. Now, I can get that. Ye are the light of the world. Christ is talking to his disciples, and he said, Now, fellas, ye are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hid. If you were a city, and you were on top of a hill, and you had all the lights on in that city, my friend, you're going to be seen everywhere for miles and miles. And he said, You are like that. You are the light of the world. So what is this light? And we'll see if we can get exactly an answer. Well, we get a Bible answer to that question. Ye are the light of the world. What is this light? If whoever can help you, feel free to correspond with us. Our announcer at the end of the program will give you an address whereby you can write to us. Also, if you'd like to check us out, if you have access to a computer, just on the World Wide Web, www. Okay, it's at fomm dot org. O R G. W F O M M dot O R G. It's on the World Wide Web. www fomm.org, and you will come directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries International here in the port of Bon Secours, Alabama. You're the light of the world. What is that? Ye are the light of the world. Once again, he's talking to believers, so he's talking to a Christian. It has nothing to do with those who do not know Christ. So as a Christian, what is my light? All kinds of, uh, I guess, periodicals has been written a lot of preaching and teaching has been done as to what this light is. Many people think it's some mystical, invisible glow that Christians give off. It's some kind of some charisma. You know, we get in a crowd and somebody says, Ooh, that's a Christian. I can just tell by the way they look, you know. Some mystical, invisible glow. Like, remember the, uh, the case there in Exodus chapter 34 where Moses went up on the mount to receive the law? 
And when he came down, do you know what he looked like? And so if you didn't know the Bible, you know the answer. Yes, the Bible says the skin of his face glowed. He had been with God. God is light. So Moses was glowing, you know. So as believers, when we, we get with God and we get it out in the world, then we have this glow. My friend, I don't think that's what it is. I disagree with that. I don't think it's anything to do with you. I don't think it's some mystical, uh, invisible glow that you have. I don't think it's some uh, spirit, some charisma, uh, some halo around your head. I don't think it's anything to do with you. You are the light of the world. Well, what is it? Some people say, well, it's your smile. If you smile, it's kind of like Christ. Uh, I don't think it has to do with your smile. Some say, well, it's a, it's a tag that you wear. You make and wear Maybe a piece of clothing has a verse of scripture on it. Or maybe you can have a little something on the front of your shirt or front of your blouse that says, maybe uh, I believe in Jesus. Or maybe on your car, you have lots of tags and identity maybe uh, with Christ, some verses of scripture, you know. And uh, I'm sure not against that. I think that's honorable and right. But once again, I think letting your light shine. Ye are the light of the world. What is this light? I don't think it's anything to do with you. Now, let me show you what I'm talking about. John chapter 1. John chapter 1, we think about God is presented here as being the Word. It says, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And it says, in him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light. Here in the Bible I have in front of me, which is the old King James Bible, it's capital L-I-G-H-T. It says, John came to bear witness of the light. Verse 8, he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. Oh, then I have an answer. As far as this light is concerned, what is this light? Ye are the light of the world. I am sent to bear witness of that light. Well, who is the light? John chapter 8 and verse 12 and John chapter 9 and verse 5, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. So when he looked at these believers and said, ye are the light of the world, what is he saying? He's saying, ye are the light of the world. Are they the light of the world? <laughs> is Jesus the light of the world? Of course, the answer is, it's Christ. Christ is the light of the world. How is he seen through our life, my friend? As far as how is Christ seen through our life? Christ is not here on this earth today. And yet he says, I'm the light of the world. I am to show forth Christ to the world, not Wayne Munn. Now, as far as Wayne, if you saw Wayne Munn, you wouldn't see much. You'd see a six foot five, 220 pound, 63 year old man and uh, a bit wore out uh, 40 years in the ministry <clears throat> plus. And then the rest of part of my life spent was hard, just hard working in the sea. If you were to see me and to hear me, you wouldn't see and you wouldn't hear much. But oh, if you could get a glimpse of Christ. He said, you're the light of the world. What is that? Then we think about it kind of helps us to understand what being saved is all about. To be saved and to be a Christian is not just to be a member of a church. It's to have Christ on the inside. It's just not to be a good person. It's to have Christ on the inside. What is salvation? Christ in you, the hope of glory. So Christ is to be seen through my life. How? 
In the book of Philippians, Philippians chapter 1, the writer writes to the church at Philippi, and it says in verse 27, only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ. Now, what is that? Let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ. So, with my conver- and through my conversation, the gospel of Christ should be presented and seen. All right? It's my conversation. All right? How can Christ be clearly seen? Through my conversation. Now, this is an old English word, the word conversation. And uh, in, uh, in, in the Bible, it encompasses not only just the way I speak, but my entire manner of life. My entire manner of life, not just with my lips, but also with my feet, I am to show forth the gospel of Christ. Once again, only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ. In other words, it's to show forth the way I live. I'm to show forth Christ. How is this done? Yes, as far as my conversation, I would have to be honest in my conversation. I would have to be moral in my conversation. I would have to be mannerly in my conversation because this was like Christ. I'd have to be serious in my conversation. I'd have to, in my conversation, I'd have to glorify Christ, which once again has to do with my entire life, to glorify the Lord because that's what Jesus did. The world needs to see Christ Christ needs to be magnified through our body. Too many times the world looks at us and they would turn around and spit on the ground. And people have, I've I've almost heard this out of their mouth. If that's what being a Christian is, I don't want any part of it. That's because they're looking at us, you know, and we're to show forth Christ. Let me, let me, let me get practical here for a few minutes in my conversation the way I live, I can show forth Christ. I can do so. Let me get up. Let me, let me get something just practical. I could do so in just the way I dress. You said what? My clothing. Uh, is there not a godly standard of decency that shows the light? People ask me from time to time, because I'm a pastor and I visit some other areas of, around the world. I said, preacher, what do I wear? Can I wear this? Do I wear this? What do I wear? You know, put on the clothes that you have, get in front of a mirror and say this, does this send forth the light of Christ? A lot of clothes that Christians wear, and I I don't, you know, I don't want to say this boisterous, uh, in a boisterous way, you know, I I, I want to say it just as calm and loving heart. A lot of clothes that Christians wear, instead of concealing, and that's what clothes in the Bible was for, to conceal. The styles of the world today is to reveal the body and what the body looks like. It's like we're going around with a sign on the back of, you know, uh, our shirt for sale. I'm not for sale. I've been bought with a price. I'm to glorify God in my body and I can do so by my clothing. I can do so in other areas of my life. Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel. Let your light shine. I can do it through that that I wear. I can do it through my choice of friends. Your friends will either brighten or put out the light of Christ within. He said, what do you mean? You must develop friends who have the light on. And as far as your friends are concerned, people can look at your choice of friends and tell some things about your life, you know. As far as a Christian is concerned, not only just 
We think about our conversation, our clothing, our choice of friends. As far as our children, the same is true. As far as our children are concerned, we're to bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. A Christian's children are different. Sometimes Christians, as far as the training of their children, they train their cats and dogs better. Shame on us. Our children are different. Our children, I'm not talking about perfect Our children show to the world, hey, those people are different. You know, we also let our light shine through our church and our identity with the church. Some people have asked, where do you go Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night? Every week the car pulls out a certain time. Where are you going? I'm going to church. That gives me an identity with the things of the Lord. And I'm talking about a Bible-believing church. My identity with the church is an honorable identity, my friend. And I'm to be an example. And as far as church is concerned, when I leave for church, it pictures a time when I'm going to leave this earth and never return again. Do you understand? All right, with my with my life, I'm to present to the world Christ. How do I do this, my friend? It's not me, you know. They can't if they see me, you know, all they're going to see is just flesh. They need to see Christ. How is this done? Christ has to be revealed through our life. The Apostle Paul said, Christ magnified in my body. If they see me and you, they're not going to be helped. Let your light shine. What is this? John said, I came to bear witness of that light. Let your light shine. Now, until next week, the same time, this is Fisher Munn 